Hey, welcome to your calculus review of applications of derivatives. The point of this podcast is for you to listen to on your commute to school, while studying, or right before your test. So if you hear anything here that doesn't sound familiar, make sure to study them really well. Everything mentioned will be strictly derivative related and based off of the AP Calculus AB curriculum. To start off here, we're going to discuss the relationship between position, velocity, and acceleration for derivatives. And so to start off here, let's define what velocity, position, and acceleration are. So velocity can be thought of as the rate of change of position, and acceleration is the rate of change of velocity. Now what might sound familiar there is rate of change. Since finding the derivative of a formula gives us its rate of change, it makes sense that finding the derivative of position will give us velocity, the derivative of velocity will give us acceleration, and vice versa. If you found the derivative of acceleration, it would tell you the rate of change of the acceleration. What I'm about to talk about is something that can't really be well represented just by talking about it. It's best to watch a video on it or to look at some graphs or worksheets. So I recommend that you go watch a video on this if this doesn't sound familiar. But using the first derivative test, the second derivative test, finding concave up and concave down parts of a function, as well as when the function crosses zero, you're able to find out a lot of information and do a lot of stuff with using derivatives for real applications. The next application of derivatives that you're going to have to know is related rates. In order to talk about related rates, we are going to use the formula, the Pythagorean theorem, a squared plus b squared equals c squared. If we were to find the derivative of this, we can find the rate of change of each of those variables. We would come up with 2a dA of dt plus 2b dB of dt equals 2c dC of dt. Now, the dC of dt, dB of dt, and dA of dt are the rate of change of each of those variables. And the variables that are left behind are just going to be the length of each of those sides at that given time. A common example of how you may be asked to apply this would be if a problem gave you the rate of change of let's say dA over dt and a side of let's say b at a given time and it wants you to solve for some other variable. The next thing you're going to have to know is approximation with local linearity. Approximation with local linearity means that you're going to find the equation of the tangent line to a point on the function in order to approximate the value of another point. As an example of this, you would find the derivative of the equation at one point, then you plug in those points in order to find the equation in slope-intercept form, and then you could plug in another point to find an estimate of about what that point would be. Because these are estimates, they will always be over or under the actual value. You can know this because if the function is concave up, it'll be an underestimate, and if the function is concave down, it'll be an overestimate. Next up is the mean value theorem. The mean value theorem says if a function f is continuous and differentiable from points a to b, there exists a point c in between where the instantaneous rate of change equals the average change over that interval. This is an important one to know for the AP test, as it will probably come up, and if you don't know it, it could be really bad for you. Again, don't ask me how I know. Finally, to wrap up this review, we're going to have to talk about optimization. Optimization is another very visual concept, so you're going to want to go watch a video on this or something if you don't know it. But the general idea is that you're going to be using your first and second derivative test to find points that are going to give you a desired outcome if you plug them into a related rates problem, such as maximizing how big a value can get or making it as small as possible. All right, thanks for listening, guys. I really, really hope that if you didn't know anything on here, you go and watch a YouTube video on it because these are honestly some things you're going to really, really want to know for the AP test or just for a normal test. And I didn't know them very well, so I probably didn't do very well in my AP exam. But I'm telling you, it was on there a ton. So uh, yeah, with that, have a good one.